and he scores on the last play of the game. Unbelievable. Sometimes people that are standing on third base think they hit a triple. Yeah. We're going in time. We're going out time. Inside and outside them. And we get them on the run run. We're going to keep them on the run. And we're not going to pass unless our secondary comes up too close. But don't forget, man, we're going to get them on the run. We're going to go, 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 go. And we aren't going to stop until we go to our goal line. I'm not going to. So quit asking. Hello, folks. And before we get into today's show, we want to bring you a very special and important message. You know, they say uh, all those disclaimers every time you see one of the uh, gambling sportsbooks ads or, you know, if you hear an ad on a podcast or you, you see an ad on the TV, you know, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem. Well, folks, I have a gambling problem. Not controlling my bankroll. I don't risk any more than I should, but I can't win. Week six was awful. Trash. Oh, and six for the Spread the Field podcast. I don't know where to go, folks. It's been a disastrous sports week all across the board. The Irish let me down. The Braves let me down in baseball. But we're going to throw together a quick little episode here. Not in the usual recording spot. I, I'm I'm despondent from uh, from this week's sports events. Thank God hockey is back. Vegas Golden Knights. It's my only team I got right now. But we're back. I am, of course, Jack Gray. This is Spread the Field. You can find me on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, at BetsBald. You can find me, my link to the Action app over there where I'm tracking all this stuff. But yeah, wow. Let's let's quickly recap week six. Um, Absolute dumpster fire. We'll start with Texas. Uh, Good game. Real good game. Back and forth. Um, Texas had its ups and downs, but Oklahoma really came to play, folks. Really came to play. Uh, they may have turned it around last year, may have been a blip. Still don't know about Dylan Gabriel being being the guy to, to win him a big game, but Texas um, Texas had its opportunities. And and not that they did anything super egregious, but you know, I don't know if Sark is gonna be the guy to to fully unlock the potential there. Uh, so that gave us an, an early loss on the day. Uh, we'll scroll through the rest of these. Maryland, Ohio State played in weather. Uh, we had the over 57. Um, that was a real low scoring game in the first half. Then Ohio State starts to pull away and then they decide, uh, you know, it's, it's like a cat playing with its food. Uh, that game landed, I want to say 54. Purdue, you're, you're on, you're on the list forever now. Never betting for you again. Try to give you the opportunity as a plucky team and you, you couldn't get it done. So no, no more Purdue. Bye Purdue. Texas State, I watched a chunk of this game. Texas State was looking good. They were moving the ball well against Louisiana. I was flipping back and forth, and I flipped away. And their defense, I mean, which this is an offensive team anyway, but their their defense just completely went to sleep and uh, it somehow wrangled, you know, wrangled away a win, a, a surefire win. They were catching two and a half and leading a good chunk of the game, but uh, give it up for the Raging Cajuns and the fun belt. Keeping it fun. They came back and, and snatched one away. Uh, Georgia woke up. Look out, folks. The sleeping giant is awake. Uh, we had seen a lot of good good things from the UK Wildcats and Coach Stoops. Uh, they had played uh, pretty good, uh, beating Florida, and uh, even looked good in the game I watched where they played Ball State, which isn't saying much, but still, they, they looked good. They looked competent. 
and Georgia finally woke up and said, okay, we're going to start playing now. Roll, roll on to three in a row. Game was never close. And then our Fresno State parlay, our Fresno State parlay. This was a good game. I didn't watch it. I was following along on the ticker. Uh, really good game, competitive game. We kind of thought that way. Um, Wyoming did not score anymore in the second half, but it was not enough. Alas, as Fresno could never catch ahead. Um, and the game did stay under, though, I do believe. So, but we parlayed that together, so so no win there. So, 0 and 6 officially. I think we had a Marshall pick in there, but I, I went back through my my sheet um, and I did not actually lay that game. So um, which that Marshall pick would not have uh, that would not have cashed either. But officially, officially on the money, because that's what we care about. The actual money bet, not not what I think, not which way I lean, the money I actually put down. <sighs> oh and six. 12, 26, and 3. 12, 26, and 3. Down nearly 11 units. So the rest of the season, we're, we're just going to try to get back. We're going to try to get back to even. We're going to try to get back to the positive. And, and yeah. So week seven is here. A lot of, lot of still good, interesting, fun matchups. Uh, nothing really spoke to me, unfortunately. It's, it, like I said, it's, it's just been a, a dreary week for me. Uh, outside of the NHL dropping puck, um, there's, there's not, a lot, not a lot to get happy about this week. Uh, before we roll into week seven, though, as always, let's bring on Papa Joe. Papa Joe did pretty good last week uh, by his by his calculations. I'd have to double check him. But uh, let's bring on Papa Joe and uh, chat with him about this week's action. Papa Joe, of course, traveling to South Bend for the big USC at Notre Dame game. All right, folks. And once again, we are joined by Papa Joe from the Pizza Palace. Papa Joe, how are you this evening? Jack, everything is beautiful in the world of college football, sort of, kind of. It is raining here, Kai Gamma Forest, coming to you live from the Pizza Palace. Of course, our uh, sponsor, Falstaff Beer. And um, very busy week at the Swag Store. We, uh, we have the new coffee mugs in. I urge everybody to go. And I do have to bring this up, though. Harley Schmedlap said, look, you got to talk about the mailbag because it's been overflowing. So um, he gave me two letters. Uh, first, let's talk about um, Nick from Greenwood. So Nick from Greenwood writes in, Papa Joe, don't listen to what Jack says. The most important thing is the powder blue and description of uniforms. It just makes traditional sense. Keep it up. And by the way, thank you, Nick. I am wearing the powder blue underwear tonight as we speak, even though my old Miss Rebels are off. Uh, other letter was um, from Mike in Greenfield, not to be confused with Greenwood. Mike says, don't let uh, Jack BS you. Everybody likes when you pick the big games. Don't let him bully you into these matchups between little sisters of the poor and school for the blind. Everybody wants the big stuff. Keep it up. Go Packers. I don't know what the go Packers means, but Mike's a little crazy. So Harley Schmedlap told me to get that out of the way. And, uh, you know, now everybody at Falstaff is uh, very happy. And one last thing before we get started, I have changed. If you'll notice everybody out there at podcast line, I've changed the hate hat. 
because it was devastating. We'll talk about that Louisville loss, I'm sure. No, the nope, nope, that's already in the trash not. can. Okay, but just, anyway. just, just like just like the mailbag, both those things are already in the trash can. Already in the trash. Well, in the trash can. Let's just let's just say if you look up the word dumpster fire in Merriam-Webster, it will have the shamrock and the fighting Irish logo right next to it. There's a lot of dumpster fires this week. Uh, last week, we just talked about it briefly. Uh, four and two for you last week. So pretty good week for Papa Joe. Uh, Papa Joe, you don't know this yet. Uh, my listeners already do. Uh, I you, do not rest on my laurels. You appear in the middle. Um, I don't know if you figured that out. You appear in the middle here. Uh, yes, sir. I, I, I went over last week. I should probably give this up. I, I went over last week. So. Well, I, I had to. I had are, to change, uh, it's hockey season. I had to change my shirt. It's so bad. I like. I like. I like the shirt. It well, me on to hockey season. There's. You know what though? Don't don't. I would not uh, throw yourself under the bus. You got a lot going on. The Braves are letting you down. Hockey is starting. You know, pro football is kind of an annoyance. And then you got to well, keep up with the podcast. We've got the competitive podcast who actually they sound like a mirror of us we won't get into that but i like some of the things they say because it sounds like me you and mike from greenfield so four and two not bad for you not uh, bad. Not we're bad. gonna we're gonna we're gonna change it up a little bit this week uh we're gonna, we're gonna deep dive we need luck yeah we're gonna deep dive a couple of these so let's start with the one that that we've been teasing talking up for the entire season so far uh this is week uh week seven already week seven. seven well some people already have seven games under their belt so technically it'll be week eight for a couple schools yes so we'll go with week seven week seven you're going to the game you already kind of mentioned Notre Dame struggles not only last week but you know it's funny what one game will do as far as your perspective on even games two or three prior to that. Um, I, I think if you start pulling at the, the, the thread on the sweater, you can, you can trace that all the way back to the Ohio state game, but they're taking on Southern Cal, the greatest intersectional rivalry in college football uh, in, uh, in October, because uh, uh, is it an odd year or is it an even year? Papa Joe. Uh, it's always an odd year because Howard Jones' wife, of course, when they met the Rockneys, wanted to come to Indiana in the fall at the height of the changing of the color of the leaves. So that's why this game is played in the middle of the season, unlike the uh, game in an even-numbered year out on the West Coast where Notre Dame gets sucked into going to Disneyland and usually craps the bed. But in respect for Howard Jones, Newt Rockney, we are hosting the uh, the bastards from Southern California with their sunglasses and their annoying band. Yes, the yeah, all of those things are very annoying. Um, so the line is uh, right now still. Um, I think it's actually been knocked down. I got it. Just so you know, we already have a bet in the hopper for the podcast. I got it at. Uh, plus three when it opened so i have sc plus three you you like you like sc outright the money line right now is plus 120 uh so pretty pretty good value the point total is down a little bit to two and a half what what does vegas know that us irish fans 
don't know because I think if you ask anybody who's a hardcore, this line feels all sorts of wrong. It feels like they should be favored by six and a half. SC, yeah, that is. I don't even have a dog yet, and that's a pile of shit in my backyard. I this is not this is not Vegas actually doing anything. This is them trying to take a poll and shape public opinion. This is about shaping public opinion. The, no, they got to make money. No, no, no. I'm not going to let you no, go off on that. There, there's no way any of this is true. There's no way any of the, the biggest. They got to make money. This is the biggest goddamn bullshit I've ever, I've ever so, seen. Somebody's betting this. And, and we can sit here and we can. Duckers. Point, we can point at the SC defense as, as the primary reason. And I would say if Notre Dame had a buy, if they had a break from the, the seven games they've already played. That's Swarbrick's fault. That's the coaching staff's fault. That's hey, you can't, what the hell is named. You can't fault. repeat stuff you heard today. You can't repeat that. No, here. I knew that going in. If you want a bye week, schedule the goddamn bye week. Schedule it. Anyways, if they were having if they were off a bye week, I would definitely feel a lot better about this. But how how is SC not favored in this? Right, I'm gonna go grassy knoll if you'll listen. I'm here's how this works. This is the liberal press. Nope, nope, propping, we're not going there. Nope. Propping that propping them nope. up. No, that's not how Vegas nope. Papa Joe, it's not how Vegas works. It's not how Vegas works. That's it, it, has, it, is. Has, it is. No, it's not. They make money. That's not how it works. This is Southern Cal's last chance to win a national championship. That has nothing to do with the law. Going to Big Ten, it's over with. They are artificially Papa Joe being has, propped up. It has nothing to do with the line. It has nothing to do with the line. Well, you you stick with that. I was in Dallas in '63, so I know these things. No, you were like in Chattanooga or some shit. Everybody believed it until you said that. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. This is a factual podcast. Okay. Believe I, it or look, not, gra- grassy no mailbag. Grassy Knoll says, and that and that was half of the mailbag said, "Do you believe this bullshit?" Because Har- Harley knew. You keep bringing up Harley the mailbag, and I'm gonna. I, I have to keep explaining to people that you're not John Nash in a beautiful mind. Look, look. Let's get cut to the chase because I'm. I'm gonna be there. I Papa Joe is gonna be there. If you want to come up and say hello at the tailgate, um, I, I am not signing any autographs. Uh, I'm pretty sure year. I have. I, I have, am not signing any autographs this year. I have painting to do, or or something that is going to be much more worth my time than watching that entire game. Okay. Anyway, I I will be on a mission at the bookstore to find a oh, nice a, shirt. That's a, a nice shirt. that's a poor choice. That is not. This is not the weekend to go to the bookstore, Papa Joe. Probably not, but. It's nope. you know what I take it for my fans. I go do these things with a hundred thousand people milling around, eating Brown's fried chicken, going to over or O'Rourke's. Some going out on 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 Highway hey, Twenty Three to Bruno's Pizza because they can't get into Barnaby's on Grape Road. Okay, here's here's I got two things for you. Number one, go support the clubs, the baseball team. They're usually out there selling brats and hot chocolate. Go support them. Number two, you're not supposed to be cold and rainy. I get that. Bring a jacket. I am bringing the jacket. All right. Where are you at here? Where are you at uh, on this one? Southern Cal in a god-awful blowout. All right. A Southern god- Cal. I don't line. give a shit. I don't give a shit what the weather is. 
This will be ugly, ugly, ugly for Marcus. I mean, effing. Uh, you can't ugly. take it personally. You can't. You can't. You can't make it. I personal, don't. Papa Joe. I don't. Plus one twenty. Plus one twenty. Money line. Let's move on to the fun belt. But I just want to say nope, one. Thing. Nope. We're on to the fun belt. We're on to Cincinnati. On to all the fun right, belt. All right, all right. Belichick. Belichick. I'll come back to it. I'll circle it back in. Uh, I'll edit it out. We are going to the Sun Belt. Let's go to the Fun Belt. My nephew's school is uh, uh, who's been on the podcast. Who's been on the podcast? You did you not listen to that week's episode? Yes, I did. He did a hell of a job. He did a hell of a job, and his play-by-play is getting really better. And I've seen some of his news reports. Look for this kid in uh, media in the future. Mr. James Sasser. But anyway, speaking of James, they're playing James Madison, your Dookie Dukes. I love, you know me, I love the Dukes. Your pile of Dookie Dukes. Dukes. You're, they you are. love your Dookie Dukes with the purple. They're purple, man. They're a, they're the a great gambling school. Yeah. But we're going to come out looking like Penn State like we always do. We don't run the trick chicken check anymore. For That's wishbone for you fans who speak English. And um, I don't know. I just got a gut feeling that uh, um, the Eagles are going to do something. I, right. I got no, I got no historical background, but I'm pulling for my nephew because he can't be there because they don't broadcast games on the road because you know that's not where our public funds go. I don't know what they do, but um, I like George Southern Eagles taking on James Madison Dukes and taking down the Dukies. Get out the toilet paper because they're going to need it. Okay, well, specify because you're taking the points here, correct, Papa Joe? Taking the six. Taking the six. That's quite generous by them Vegas boys who are on the scene all. What what time is that game? I've already lost it here. That's a nooner. It's, I just had it up. I did not see it at noon. Unless it's a Friday night game. I thought it was a not nooner. A fr- oh, here it is. Ah, I got it. Yep, so – Southern plus six. Uh, on the road. I thought there was a home game. No, it's on the road. I said it was in Virginia. In Virginia. Do you not listen? I I I, I try to tune you out just like They're I in the imagine. Commonwealth. They're in the I Commonwealth. I imagine the people do too. Yeah. Uh, for uh, first meeting at the FBS level last year. Uh, yeah. so- Southern won in a thriller. Uh, won by a touchdown, but that was at home. Uh, these two do have a history in. The FCS level. I think they were in the Southern Conference together. Is that uh, is- I, James Madison came from the Colonial? I know Georgia Southern was in the the SoCon, but James Madison came from the Colonial, the CAA. Uh, I I still I, you know, Southern has they're good. I'm I'm still not completely sold that they're the class of the Sun Belt, and James Madison is really playing for for the respect and the pride. They're still on the outs for. Sunbelt supremacy this year and a bowl bid and they're they're making some strides you know you got people uh petitioning the virginia legislature to get involved here um i think it's gonna be a good game probably a high scoring game i might be looking at the over later but i i don't know i mean six is a lot don't get me wrong especially in a game that was so close last year i i still would i think lean to the dukes at home well i i'm just i don't know uh i'll go lee corso on you i don't know anything about him but I had three sisters and a nephew go there. That's good enough for me. All right, let's move out west. Uh, team yeah. that, that you 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 think I'm a fanboy of a team. You might have a new team. You're a fanboy. I didn't know you were into the black and orange so much. 
Who who you like out there in that uh, you know, Oregon State UCLA? Me, you know, I love me some. Uh, I love that Beaver logo. I love that Beaver logo. And uh, there are there are sports fans out there. We all love some Beaver. So the, uh, the line here, Oregon State at home, uh, laying three and a half. I, I like Jonathan Smith. I really like Jonathan Smith. And Ui Ungalelele is playing pretty good. I still don't know anything about UCLA other than I love the uh, the powdered blue, but they're they're still playing a true freshman quarterback. Okay, he surprised me against Utah, but they didn't have Cam Rising. Um, he surprised me against Washington State, who I I don't know. They just didn't show up at the Rose Bowl. Maybe that was their first road game of the year. I don't know what the hell happened there, but this is in Corvallis. Yes. And I've never been to Corvallis, but it looks like that little town in in the middle of nowhere that John Galt flies into in Ayn Rand's Atlas Shrugged. I'm right, telling you've you. Gone, you've gone way too about. off. You've gone way too off the state. Stay on track. I'm stay on track. Okay. Take the Beavers. They lay in three and a half. Take them. I think I, I told you the the. the Oregon State, Washington State should be pissed that they're going to be left out of this um, this uh, Power Five thing. I think um, it was an anomaly with the Cougs, but I think the Beavs get it done. Haven't played each other since 2019. Uh, both teams like to run the ball a fair amount, so that'll be interesting. Well, the, UC- the, UCLA, the UCLA running back is a Ball State transfer, Carson Steele, who went to uh, the power that is Center Grove High School. Down boy. Down boy. He went to Center Grove? Yep. Does he know Jane Polly and uh, David Letterman? Are we going to go there? No, he left. Remember, he took a bag of money and left. So, Well, they took a bag of money and left, and uh, they did quite fine for themselves as Ball All State right. graduates. Run, run short on time. Let's look at one more. And before we talk about the matchup this week, we got we to go in reverse a little bit. Uh, let me take a drink of all staff here. Go ahead. Did you watch the end of the Georgia Tech Miami game last week? No, did not watch one second of it. When so, I saw the uniforms on the on um on the highlights or on Twitter or whatever the hell it was, I said, "OMG!" Okay, I don't so, know how Tech won that game. You're not even explain it to me. Explain it to me, Lucy. So I had this on TV because it was after Notre Dame had lost. And I, I have, I'm flipping back and forth between this and another game. I have it on the TV and yeah, it's kind of interesting. Network, you know, yeah. Georgia Tech's making it interesting. Well, they turn the ball over and Miami's got the ball and I flip it off. I'm like, oh, I flip over to something else. I think, I think I was watching so, something else. Yeah. I had I had no idea until the morning what had happened. Because when I flipped it off, Miami had the ball. Georgia right. Tech was running out of time. There was less than two minutes in the game. Yeah. I yeah. I, I don't know how I mean, how does Mario Cristobal have a job today? I heard he if he just took three knees or something like that, even two. if he all you had to do was take two. To take two. Um I, I maybe he maybe he's psycho. That you know what these are called these are called benchmark games for a school's history, and I think just like we thought about Ohio State and Notre Dame, that might have changed history for Marcus and uh, the Irish. This may turn Tech around. 
And, you know, we've seen the poor crowds, or I've seen the poor crowds in person at 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 uh, Grant Field, Bobby Dodd Stadium, the Flats. And I would love to see Tech do something because well, it, I am it, never going to be. Let me let me tell you this: I'm never going to be a believer in Miami because now they play out in Fort Lauderdale. I don't give a shit if they're number one in the country; they will not draw flies. I don't even think that's technically Fort Lauderdale. That's technically that's something else. Gables um, were the old stadium. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Not Coral Gables. No, not Coral Gables, but it's called something else. Other, anyways. Miami uh, Gardens. It's called Miami Gardens. Miami, thank you. Uh, but yeah, you went off on the tech tangent. Now that was cool. an anomaly. Yeah, because I just been to the varsity two weeks no, ago. I, 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 yeah, we're on Miami because that's the game we're looking at here. Miami's taking on North oh, yeah. Carolina. North Carolina. You game in uh, in Chapel North Hill. Uh, night game. Yeah. North Carolina is laying currently three and a half. And you have to want, you know, we already talked about how, how does Miami recover from this? And and is this line maybe a little a little too slim after last week? Isn't that like a Notre Dame question? How do the Irish recover from well, I, stay on point? Stay on point. I will. I say they don't. I say they don't. Maybe Cristobal's uh will come back next year and he's a great recruiter, great coach, whatever, but not in 2023. I like this kid, May. Uh, yeah. You can't help but like <clears throat> Mac Brown, who did a guest appearance on Friday Night Lights. Okay, so that's what I, I base it on. He was a guest star on Friday Night Lights back in the day. He's come back to North Carolina, made them respectable, and they're on a collision course with FSU. Okay, so a couple things here, Papa Joe. Um, so you're you're taking North Carolina laying the three and a half. Taking North, North Carolina laying the North, three and a half. North Carolina's played. North Carolina's played four Power Five opponents. Miami only two. One of those, of course, is Texas A and M. Uh, but then they lose last week to Texas. So it's not like they played a world beating schedule. Here, here, here's. You, you want to talk about a little a real game? You want to talk about a little uh, a little scary scary facts here? Lay it on me. North Carolina has won four straight in this series. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't like that because I don't think I, I think North Carolina is a little bit of a Jekyll and Hyde team myself. I don't like that they've won four straight here. Uh, Georgia's beaten Kentucky like eight that's million. That's different. Times. That's not a Jekyll and Hyde team. That's a, that's a real goddamn team. Yeah. North Carolina's very. Th- this seems like a game. <laughs> seems like a game North Carolina could find itself tripping itself up in. Look, look, look! I don't know. Uh, they've got what Tyler Van Dyke. At quarterback for Miami, yes, and then Drake May be on the better other off. Side. They'd be better off not with Dick Van Dyke, but with Jerry Van Dyke because he at least played a coach on the show Coach with Craig T. Nelson at Minnesota State, the fictitious school that, but before that program was off the air, they went to a fictitious national championship game, and Al Michaels was in the booth. I'm just sure. saying. North Carolina has played much better defense this year. I will give them that. And Miami is because yeah, they don't have to play Appalachian State today. Miami's coached by a couple of uh, incompetent people. Uh, God, they turned the ball over five times last week. That's wild. Yeah. Well, it was the uniforms. I sure the uniforms. Hey, hey, Nick and Nick and Greenwood said, "Talk about uniforms." 
No, no, he didn't. If I had known that ahead of time. No, he he actually he actually talked probably more about softball or hockey. We're playing fantasy hockey this year. All oh, right, my. so quickly the big one the uh, the big ones that Papa Joe likes here. Papa Joe likes USC on the money line, Georgia Southern catching six points on the road, Oregon yeah. State laying three and a half, and North Carolina laying three and a half against Miami. Quickly, Papa Joe, you got any others you want to toss in there? Uh, we've got to talk about this. Uh, you just got to toss them in. Uh, or uh, Washington taking taking Oregon down because it's a home game. Um, Indiana's laying three there. Well, yeah, Washington laying three. Uh, Tennessee laying three beats A and M. Auburn gets it done. I mean, uh, LSU gets it done against Auburn, eleven and a half. Um, Georgia, huge, huge, just huge. Um, Julie said Illinois State, Illinois State, that's where her son went. Iowa State shows up in Cincinnati, heads to Camp Washington, gets the chili, but loses to the Bearcats. And then FSU, they, um, that game will go over 56 and a half, but it will be closer than the experts think because, uh, Schrader might, uh, play better on the road than he does in that, uh, toilet bowl in Syracuse. All right, that is all we have time for today. Papa Joe, thanks for popping in. I hope you find some happiness and enjoy your time in South Bend this weekend, and we will see you in week number eight. All right, Jack, thanks. And uh, for everybody out there, pour down a fall staff and uh, come see me at the swag store. And as always, folks, we thank Papa Joe for his time. Uh, hopefully, hopefully some of those plays will hit again for him. Like I said, he had a pretty, pretty good week last week. I, I hope Papa Joe just enjoys himself. I, I think he gets a little too worked up. I really hope that he, uh, he has a good time up in South Bend and just kind of takes in the, uh, the college football atmosphere for the game. Uh, hopefully he's listening to this on, on his flight or on the drive over in the morning. But, uh, we got, we got just five plays for you this week, folks. We're going to, we're going to try to keep it simple. We're going to try to, to narrow our focus. Um, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of emotion here still, which is unfortunately part of the problem. Uh, we have already grabbed. I'll tell you this before before we go on the rundown here, kind of time wise. We've already grabbed. Uh, we grabbed USC plus three Sunday. I have no faith in this Irish team. They are tired. They are beaten. The fact that USC is not a favorite is is laughable. Uh, they they they. I I don't want to pick on anybody, but the the mental fortitude of this program is not where it needs to be if they want to contend for national championships. So I, I, I don't, and, and of course, watch, I'll be wrong. They'll go out and win this game. Watch, Irish will go out and win this game somehow because USC defense is that bad. But their offense didn't do anything either. And that's the real, that's the real quandary here. You got the best quarterback you had in your offense doesn't do anything. We won't relitigate that. Me and Papa Joe already litigated that. But we grabbed USC plus three earlier in the week. <clears throat> On... Tuesday or Wednesday night, uh, the old alma mater, Ball State, taking on Toledo this week. And uh, this is a new one for us. We're going to go Toledo first half spread, minus eight and a half. Uh, I don't know what happens in these MAC games. And Toledo has already let us down a couple times this year. Ball State is a just constant failure. But this is this is one of those weird games where, you know, maybe Toledo goes up 17-0 and Ball State comes around for a backdoor cover. Uh, because this game is 17 overall, but I like Toledo first half. Quan Finn run all over the place, uh, so we like Toledo first half minus eight and a half. The three other games we like: 
are Maryland minus 14. Illinois has not covered any meaningful game this year. Maryland has actually looked good. I went back and I, I dug in a little deeper. Um, you know, they obviously look good for a half against Ohio State last week. But uh, they've played some quality opponents, which is not something that Illinois can say. So uh, give me Maryland with the two touchdowns. Give me Tawa. I think they can uh, they can quietly have a good season if if they're if they're the team that played Ohio State close the first half last week. I think they could quietly have a pretty good season. Uh, next, BYU taking on TCU in uh, in the Metroplex. BYU is getting five and a half. Listen, I and I don't have anything personally against Sonny Dykes. I just don't think he's a great coach. Uh, he's not a bad coach, but he's not a great coach. And I think there was a lot of carryover from last year and, and people not fully realizing what he did last year. He, he steered the ship, but the ship was already heading towards the port. If that makes sense, you know, Gary Patterson was TCU football and I understand these things run their course. But that man was TCU football, and he had them going in the right direction, whether the results on the field bore that out or not. Sonny Dykes has, has left some programs because he he's not been able to do it, like full stop. So they came in because of last year, but Max Duggan is gone, and it's it's just been a mixed bag ever since the Colorado game week one. BYU has looked a little feisty. Uh, they obviously, they have their own shortfalls and they're now in the big 12, but this seems like a spot where I, I really looked at taking them on the money line, but I'll go ahead and I'll take the points. BYU plus five and a half. Uh, another new favorite team along with, uh, we don't have the James Madison Dukes. I, I did not like any of the numbers in that game as me and Papa Joe talked about it. Um, I, I'd lean the JMU side, but Hey, you know, Papa Joe's going to get them, uh, Georgia Southern getting plus six and that game could easily come down to the last second field goal. Uh, UNLV taking on Nevada, rivalry game. And Nevada has actually covered a fair amount of these in the recent past, but this is the best UNLV team we've seen in a while. And I like that. I like what they got going on. I like their coach. Uh, give me UNLV uh, laying eight in a rivalry game against Nevada. The running Rebs, uh, hopefully on their way to uh, another bowl game. Uh, they look like a fun team. We had them earlier this year against UTEP, I want to say, and they covered so give me UNLV. So once again, week seven, short, sweet, hopefully getting us back on the track towards breaking even. Uh, USC plus three. Toledo uh, spread first half lane eight and a half. Uh, so once again, we'll know at halftime on that one. Uh, Maryland taking on Illinois. We got Maryland lane two touchdowns. Uh, so we'll definitely need some help there. That opened 13 and a half, but we'll, we'll still take it at 14. BYU getting five and a half against a somewhat fraudulent TCU team. And UNLV laying eight in a rivalry game against Nevada. We like the we like the Rebels. Uh, once again, folks, we're going to be all about the college football. Don't get me wrong. Just because Notre Dame has shit the bed, I still love college football. We're still going to watch a ton of that. Uh, the weekend's going to be a little chaotic. Uh, we got birthdays going on. We got stuff going on. But uh, you bet your bottom dollar, I'll be watching some of these games. I'll sit down and watch the USC game. Uh, try to catch the Georgia Southern JMU game. Uh, there, there's a lot of good stuff going on. So we'll try to have some setup. Baseball is now over and dead to me, so we don't have to worry about that. But hockey is picking up. So uh, pay attention to Twitter. I will, uh, I've will. i already had a couple hockey plays. Uh, pay attention to Twitter. I might put some hockey plays up there if you're interested in, in betting on hockey. It's a little more difficult. It's kind of like baseball with the day-to-day. 
Uh, but there's little things here and there that, uh, that you can get some advantages on. So that's all for week seven. Uh, hopefully we can, we can start the climb back up the mountain out of the hole towards breaking even on the year. There's still a lot of football left. We got the whole month of November. Uh, we're only in the middle of October. So we're, we're about, we're about the halfway point and that doesn't include bowl season, conference championship season, all that. So there's still, still a lot of interesting stuff out there. Still a lot of college football. It's still the best time of year. Uh, for all of us here at Spread the Field, we will see you in week number eight.